0: Today's devotion comes from John, the Gospel of John chapter 15, I'm sorry, chapter 5, uh, verses 15, 16 to 30, verses 16 to 30. Therefore the Jews started persecuting Jesus, because he was doing such things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is still working, and I also am working. For this reason, the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because he was not only breaking the Sabbath, but he was also calling God his own father, thereby making himself equal to God. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, the son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the father doing whatever the father does the son does likewise the father loves the son and shows him all that he himself is doing and he will show him greater works than these so that you will be astonished indeed just as the father raises the dead and gives them life so also the son gives life to whomever he wishes the father judges no one but has given all judgment to the son so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Very truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment but has passed from death to life. Very truly I tell you, the hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself, and he has given him authority to execute judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Do not be astonished at this, for the hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice, and will come out those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Here Jesus begins to defend himself against the charge that he was doing things, in particular working on the Sabbath. Jesus was in agreement with his detractors. The healing he had done at the pool of Bethesda was an act usually understood as labor or work (coughs) excuse me they were also in agreement that this work had occurred on the Sabbath so the issue at hand is that Jesus is working on the Sabbath because his father God is working on the Sabbath in verse 17 we hear Jesus say my father is still working And I am working so because his father is working he too is working even though in Genesis 2 verse 2 it says and on the seventh day God finished the work that he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done so he finished his work on the seventh day and he rested on the seventh day it says that God rested on the sabbath and most jews agreed with this that was um, another thing that they agreed with was that god was also active on each day of the week week including on the sabbath and so even though god rested on the sabbath he created life on the sabbath as well the issue for the religious leaders wasn't that jesus claimed that god had worked on the sabbath It was the interpretation that Jesus could do what God did, working on the Sabbath, creating life on the Sabbath. This was the reason that the Jewish leaders were looking for a reason to have Jesus killed. He was not only violating the Sabbath, but he was calling God his Father, thereby making himself equal to God. This is what they called blasphemy. Jesus says that he is not disobeying God's will, but he is carrying out God's will. In verses 19 and 20 we read, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. The Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing, and he will show him greater works than these, so that you will be astonished. So verses 19 and 20 give us this picture of how a father might teach his son. An earthly father would teach a son a trade. Jesus' earthly father, Joseph, was a carpenter, and so he taught Jesus this trade. So if God, his father, on a divine perspective, is the giver of life, in genesis 2 verse 7 and let's go back to that creation story it says then the lord god formed man from the dust of the ground and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being so god is the giver of life then by bringing life to the official son who was ill and near death jesus is only doing what he sees his heavenly father doing If you remember at the end of chapter four, the part where uh, the the official, the government official, comes seeking Jesus uh, to help him because his son is near death. What Jesus does is not blasphemous, for he is carrying out the actual work of God, his Father, his heavenly Father. In the same way. Jesus says that when he carries out judgment, and we hear about that in verses 22 and ver- verses 22 and 23, The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. So as Jesus carries out the judgment that God has entrusted him with, he is acting in obedience to God also whoever hears the words of jesus and believes in the one who has sent him that person has eternal life like the official who came to jesus so that his child would be healed he believed when jesus told him that his child would be made well and it was so and so the the official has not only been given the life of his son but now he has also been given a glimpse of the eternal life that Jesus is promising, and in contrast to this, the next healing story, the lame man out at the pool of Bethesda received healing from Jesus, and he rose up, but he showed no evidence or uh, of, of faith uh, there or belief in Jesus. Therefore, Jesus warns him not to be persistent in the sin. Of unbelief in verse 14 this says that later Jesus found him the man that he had healed in the temple found the man in the temple and he said to, to the lame man who was now walking see you have been you have been made well do not sin anymore so that nothing worse happens to you Jesus is warning him about the judgment because he has not shown evidence of faith Jesus is asking him to reconsider that he should not persist in the sin of unbelief. So how do we as Christians calibrate these two stories that are summarized in this section over the unity of Jesus and his father? How do we calibrate this wonderful invitation from Jesus with this um, very important challenge believing that God the Father and Jesus are one. I believe that as our belief in Jesus comes together with God's love in Jesus, then we might be able to grow in a depth of faith that we have not seen before. So the question is, what do I need to work with or what do I need to struggle with? How do I come to um, more um, understanding of who Jesus is as being one with the Father? So that I don't just see Jesus as this um, beautiful companion who loves me, but I see this Jesus as one who calls me out in faith, in belief, to serve alongside of him. I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion, and I pray that God will bless your day.